Hello and welcome to another edition of the Defend the Den podcast, your home for everything that has to do with Capital Christian Cougar football, basketball, all sports talk. And the reason why I'm opening up to all sports is normally each and every week we're joined by head football coach Casey Taylor. And don't worry, that is the case again here today. However, we have another new here in the Defend the Den podcast, and that's new head basketball coach McCall Woolman, who is joining us. It has been bye week for football, which means with the football season getting into regular season form basketball is just over the horizon so there's plenty to talk about we'll run through uh, the bye week preview the marysville game on friday with head coach casey taylor and also get a good background of coach mccall woolman what he's bringing to the program and really how both coaches uh, work with each other interact with each other and how both programs are eerily similar in a lot of different ways first off coaches thank you guys so much for uh, joining me here today thanks for having us matt thanks for having us appreciate it all right, Coach uh, McCall Woolman. I can't just say Coach because you'll both look at me weird. So uh, let's go with you, Coach Woolman. Um, you're coming all the way from New Jersey. You were coaching, uh, what is it, St. Anthony High School. And now uh, originally you're from San Diego, coming all the way over here to Sacramento uh, to coach the Capital Christian Cougar basketball program. Uh, tell me a little bit about what is it about Capital Christian that uh, wanted you to to coach here, and what are your views and goals, at least right out of the box, for this uh, program here? I'd say probably the biggest reason that uh, attracted me to become the coach at Capital and wanted to be here is when I came out to visit the school, came for my interview, just family environment that, that was there was something that I could relate to from being at St. Anthony's and I think is really important in a, a lot of kids' success. Not everyone can be at a big school, and especially being a faith-based institution, you know, kids aren't just getting that small environment in the classroom. They're getting that uh, spiritual support as well. Uh, they have right people around them guiding them, and I think that really goes a long way, especially in today's society where, you know, there's so many temptations and, you know, a lot of distractions. So I think it really just helps, you know, kind of narrow down the the goals for the kids, and that, that was probably the biggest reason. Specifically from a fundamentally coaching perspective, what is it that you think uh, you best bring to the table? And if someone were to come up to you and ask you, what kind of coach are you? If there is such a thing, what would you say? <laughs> uh, and singularly, I don't know uh, if I could say exactly what, what that would be, but I think my experience uh, at a young age, I've been through a lot of different experiences. I've been all around the country, and um, just the last place I was at, I was very fortunate to learn from a Hall of Fame coach. And being there for three years, every day in practice and in games, you know, kind of just uh, it just kind of made me feel confident that I know what I'm doing. You know, a lot of times I'd find my thoughts in sync with Coach Hurley's, and you know. Unfortunately, our school shut down, and it was just it was time to to make a move. So my experience, I'm ready, and uh, I think I was a pretty good player, as we all we all think we we were. But uh, so I can relate to the kids still, you know, in that regard. So my experience and my my coaching experience and playing experience. Outside of just the basketball program, what was it about Capital Christian, the school as a whole, and then your your fellow athletic department, fellow coaches, things of that nature that uh, attracted you to the to the location uh, it appears that everyone's on the same team you know everyone supports each other uh and again going back to that fi- family environment i mean everyone wants to see each other win you know coach baker supports supports all of us uh all programs to be successful and i know coach taylor and myself you know love seeing our athletes you know participate in anything that you know 
they, they may like, and we encourage uh, them to do so. Got a lot of two-way players right now. He's probably got about half of my roster right now. So, yeah, you know, we're room for those guys on the field as we await for them on the court. Coach Taylor, let's bring you in then. He, he just mentioned that how immediately both of your uh, programs are, are combined or conjoined in a lot of ways because you do have two-way players. Um, so can you talk about those players specifically? How can you, through one sport, prepare them for another, and how can both programs work together to make sure that athlete becomes the best that he can be? Yeah, well, I'm a true believer in kids playing multiple sports. Um, you know, Not many kids are going to make a living playing, playing sports, so I think the more we can uh, – create some competition with our sports and uh, face those adversities that sports bring and those types of things to teach these kids some life lessons the best to them. And I think, like with, especially with football, I want guys, I'd rather have them go out and compete on a basketball court and have shoot pressure free throws or have to get a big rebound or make a big shot. And just the, the daily grind of, uh, of hearing it from somebody else and getting better and uh, working hard and getting that team component, I think, is very, very key that can really cross on both sides. You know, and there's a lot of similarities with uh, a lot of different sports. I mean, we want some athletes that are, can jump and run and do things, and he wants the same thing. He wants some t- guys that can rebound. There's uh, things that we do football that can really help on the court. And there's a lot of things you can help on the court that correlate to the football field. But I think for me, the big part is just the competition, the competition. And then I think when they hear it from, uh, you know, we're at a school and, you know, we're both similar coaching the fact that, you know, we use we use our sports as vehicles to teach life lessons to boys, you know, and to hear it from more than one person and kind of having that throughout the whole school, I think is very, very, very important that they get not getting mixed messages. And I think we're in a um, society now where they're getting a lot of advice from a lot of different people. And I think when you can get two people or two programs that are say, saying the same word, kids aren't getting confused, and they know we care about them and we love them and we want the best for them. And, and uh, it's been great so far. And, uh, you know, like I said, the guys that are basketball guys that are on our team are just competitors, man. And, you know, that's why. You know, you can't – sometimes you can't create that competition in a, a drill in the gym or a weight room or an extra bench press or an extra 40. Um, but then out there competing in front of a big crowd where there's some pressure on them to do some things can really cross-pollinate. And I think it's uh, very important that we're both on the same page and continue to work with guys and, uh, you know, make them both better and support one another on each side. And then, Coach Woolman, to have players that you're, you're looking forward to the future of your program with right now who you're seeing on the football field in pads – potentially risking injury, but also with a potential reward of being even more ready to go by the time basketball season starts. How do you balance necessarily that worry with that excitement to to bring them in and have them be in shape, ready to go right at the start of camp? I think you'd be excited for them with what they're doing right now. You know, you don't really worry about them getting injured. I think that's when when injury happens, when you think about it, you know, when you're being cautious, especially if, if you are the athlete. So, you know, just go out there and give it your all. You know, and hopefully we'll see when the season starts. And hopefully, like Coach was talking about, you know, they they pick up some things from football. I think a lot of basketball coaches like their kids to either play football or do cross country. So either they're staying in shape or they're doing something active. I think basketball coaches really like their players to do football because it's going to get them to be more physical. You know, we're kind of in a sport where kids don't like to be as physical as much as they used to. I mean, they don't even want to get sweat on <laughs> themselves from their other kids. So, you know, it's good in in that regard, you know. And so we, we just work with the players that we have, you know, while we get ready for the season. And we root on the, the football players and just wait for them. 
basketball and football, obviously two very, very different sports. However, it seems like both of your coaching philosophies are, are relatively the same. How can the two of you or how do the two of you look at each other in terms of trying to work together um, to, to make sure both programs can thrive through the same players? And then uh, outside of the sports itself, from an entire Capital Christian perspective, how are the two of you really on the same team and partners despite two different sports? Um, I'll address that a little bit. Um, you know, I think both of us got hired, so we haven't really had a whole a spring. It's great hanging out with them today and kind of talking and stuff. But I think, you know, just communicating is a big thing, you know. Um, I, you know, I, I have no problem a guy being a basketball guy that wants to play football, and I'm sure he doesn't have an issue with a, a football guy that wants to play basketball in a sense that, that might be their main sport. So I think it's just communicating. We have, again, having a high-profile basketball program. There's a lot of guys on our teams that are on a lot of teams that are traveling all over the nation in the summer. I want them to go compete. Go do it. But if you're in town and there's nothing going on, let's uh, let's be here and work towards that. You know, I think it's just us doing a good job of communicating of when we're having things in place and trying to get to where the kids are. It's easy on the kids. It's easy for us. And we're not making kids make decisions on, well, it's either football or basketball. And I'll never do that. So I think that's the key is just kind of communicating with our schedules and understanding we want the best for the kids and uh, we'll work through it. Yeah, I think the communication aspect is, is very important and probably going to be the most beneficial thing and just on the way over here we were talking about uh you know how we deal with things on the court on the field and outside of that and I think that having like like coach Taylor was talking about you know two coaches with the same message different voices you know I think we can work together to hold guys accountable for what they do in the classroom you know how they how they treat their peers you know what's going on with their their spiritual life being able to be there for them in in that regard as well and you know, it's always better when you have two guys, you know, two is better than one. Yeah. So we're looking at the the program as a whole for, for Capital Christian Athletics, do you think it's fundamental or extremely important for athletics as a whole for the both of you uh, to see beyond the lines of specific sports? And um, have you come from any backgrounds or seen any situations to where – there were clear separations, and has that had an effect on on you or kids in the past? Um, you know, where I've been before, I thought we did a pretty good job of it, but there were there were some, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say jealousies or things like that, where people kind of did pull kids in different ways. Um, that's why I think, you know, like Suzanne Baker does a great job as our athletic director of maybe getting all the coaches on campus, and it's just not basketball and football. We have a great baseball program that's you know been very successful, and we. Been, we have a lot of kids that play baseball, track. All, there's a lot of sports. You know, there's 20-something sports on campus. So I think it's just I'm focused on basketball and uh, football today. But it's really all of us working together as the same unit. And um, I think that's the key. I think, you know, especially with us, where we're at with our school size. I mean, we have, uh, you know, not even 500 kids. We were talking on the way over here. You know, we've got about 230, 250 boys. And uh, between the, our two programs, there's over 100 kids that play. And that's almost, you know, 40, 40%, 45% of the, of the population of the school. So... I mean, if we got into a situation where we're fighting over kids or doing some things, we're basically hurting each other's programs. So I think that's very important that we're all on the same team. We want our guys to be very involved, like Coach was saying, not only in athletics but academics, spiritually. We want the whole the whole, whole component, you know. Um, so I think that's very important. With that said, we got to do a great job. And, you know, back to, you know, we have a couple guys in the band on our on our team that are very into music, and we got to work with that. We've got kids in student council and leadership that we've got to make things for. We've got, uh, you know, different things in our situations with, um, you know, 
and things that kind of impact the you know beginning. Of, I know the football season. There was a few days where a couple of our guys had to miss because they were away at some spiritual camps, and which is something we got to work through, which I think is very very important. And for them to have that opportunity, and you know, a couple of our players, uh, a couple of our basketball players too, going to a trip and being baptized, you know, and uh, missing two uh, you know two practices. I mean, how, who can put a price on practice? You know, I think that that's uh, you know probably one of the biggest days in their life for them to to make to make concessions for them to make that happen I think are very huge and it's just back, back to communicating and just understanding that we're all we all want the best for the kids and um, you know we want to be successful obviously on and off the field I've never been in a situation where like another coach of the school was my adversary so I going back to Miss Baker I think she's she's done a great job you know beforehand of making sure she brings people on that believe in having kids be multiple sport athletes or at least supporting them and wanting to do so or multiple activities you know all the coaches i don't think you're going to be at at capital if you're not you know on the same page with with that situation because we are a small school kids are going to play different sports and do different activities just like we support them to do so so uh shout out to miss baker for doing an excellent (laughs) job both of you seem to see really eye to eye and have very similar philosophies and get along really well right out of the gate, which I think is, is great and fantastic and extremely important to the health of a program. Allow me to help raise that camaraderie even more here. What is it, Coach Taylor, about um, Coach Woolman that you may like, whether it's coaching philosophy or just the type of person, then Coach Woolman, vice versa, about Coach Taylor? Well, you know, I've so got a lot of energy. You know, the kids uh, that I've talked to just have been, you know, said great things about him. Um, I think it's going to bring a lot of, uh, like I say, he's been he's been all over the United States, uh, you know, uh, coaching for uh, Bob Hurley, who is a legend out there at St. Anthony's, uh, having an East Coast fill and being on the West Coast, playing in college. He went to Southern University. Um, you know, been been all over the United States. I think that, that, that he brings that and with his uh, – you know, his fit with the kids and what they're about. You know, I'm real excited to see them go. You know, we had a real good time uh, coming over last spring and watching our um, our basketball team make a run. And uh, for us to have the opportunity to get a coach like him that uh, is going to continue our success, you know, of what we've had a lot of people that have set the stage for this, but I'm real excited for where he's going to take the program from here, you know, on and off the field. But, you know, they've got a great group of guys waiting for him and he's doing a great job with them. And, uh, the kids are like they're outstanding, and they're going to be hard workers. And he's going to do a great job with these guys, and we're real excited to see where they go this year. Well, uh, unlike myself, <laughs> being a young coach, getting my start here, Coach Taylor's been in the game for a long time, and you know he's a legend in in the area, and heard nothing but great things about him, you know, from the kids and his peers. So for me, it was man, I was looking forward to seeing what I could learn from him, you know, on the field, attending some football practices. You know, you can always learn something from different sports so uh you know I, I was really <laughs> I was real excited to to see what I can learn from him and you know his, his assistant coaches you know they've been around the game a long time too um but yeah we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll dive more into specifically the on-the-court and on-the-field stuff with both uh, coaches. We'll we'll preview this Marysville football game, the start of league play that we have coming up on Friday. And then with Coach Woolman, we'll get into on-the-hardwood uh, things that he likes to bring to the table and what he looks for uh, in his players and his preparation for the fast-approaching basketball season. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Defend the Den podcast, your home for Capital Christian Athletics.
Welcome back into the Defend the Den podcast, your home for Capital Christian Cougar Athletics. My name is Matt George from Sports 1140 KHDK, joined this week by two head coaches, head football coach Casey Taylor and new head basketball coach McCall Woolman. And we uh, we talked about the two of your relationships a lot in that first segment and how uh, both of your programs actually work together. I'm going to go pretty program specific here. First with you, uh, Coach Woolman. Um Let's just start really with the program that it, what it is right now that you're taking over. How about some of your uh, your seniors that you currently have and some of the players on your roster that you are um, taking over right now? Is there anything that you want to point out or anything that really excites you right out of the gate? Yeah, we we have an exciting group. We're a, a senior heavy team, and we'll have a lot of depth uh, in general with our team, and uh, definitely feel blessed to walk into a good situation. It's not like I came into a program that, you know, wasn't very good. Um, Coach Jones previously had done an excellent job uh, laying a great foundation for the program, and, you know, I'm just trying to take it to another level. I mean, he did a great job. So, again, we got a lot of good seniors right now. Rick Barrows, Zach Chappelle, Tolo Jacobs, all, you know, highly recruited kids, you know, should should have great senior years, um, and they should – they should really lead the team to a real successful season. I think all the kids follow them. And we have other seniors, too, that just work hard and lead by example. So it's great for the, the young kids to look up to. And, you know, we're going to try to set a culture here. Don't give away any secrets, but any immediate strengths or weaknesses that you noticed right out of the gate from first looking at your roster in this program right, right away? Well, even uh, I think before I took it over, I think everyone in the area knows that, you know, capital can fill it up. You know, they can score the ball. So we're really going to be focused on the other side of the ball, playing defense, rebounding. You know, we'll do a lot of exciting stuff offensively, and we'll we'll get up and down the court, but uh, we're going to be a defensive team. How about the coaching staff that is uh, that is with you now? You're you're taking over, and the head coach can't do it all. You know that very, very well. Uh, talk about the guys lining up beside hey. you that are helping uh, bring this team along. It's true. Can't do it all. You know, you're as only as good as your assistants, and, you know, we definitely have a great staff. Just hired a new guy the other day, uh, John Van Houten. He'd been a manager at San Diego State, and he'd led a O'Farrell Charter School at San Diego to a CIF championship. So, uh, really glad to have to have him uh, on staff and be an extension of me. Also, still have a couple guys from the previous staff, uh, Mickey, uh, Mark, and and Eric. They they're all doing a great job and kind of showing me the lay of the land. Same with Matt Filer, guy that's been in the program for. You know, 18 years, you know, just kind of showing me the ropes and making sure, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. So couldn't couldn't be more uh, blessed and happy to have have the staff that I that's on board. An assistant coach is such a broad term. So specifically, what do you look for in your assistant coaches, both fundamentally basketball-wise and then uh, personality-wise, and what is it that you think they require from you as the head coach? I would say accountability and loyalty. I think those kind of go hand in hand. You know, we want to hold all our, our players accountable as well as even the coaches, you know, and, and being loyal to that is very important. You know, make sure we're all sending the same message and expecting the same thing from, you know, the freshman class up, even even the middle school program. So I think those two, those two things are real big. Uh, in addition to a, a lot of things, you know, assistant coaches, just like head coaches, you know, it's just not one responsibility you got scheduling scouting you know of opponents uh fundraising sponsorships there's all kinds of things that you know we all have to be uh, teammates to accomplish so uh, those are the things to look for with uh 
let's talk about your scheduling philosophy a little bit. A a part of the game that doesn't really get a lot of attention, but something that is extremely important to the success of a team and the flow of a team. Um, can you talk about your scheduling philosophy and your background in that area? Yeah, look look forward to uh, the schedule we have this year. We've added some some good games, and uh, luckily, going back to Coach Jones, he laid a foundation for. Um, having a good schedule with the, the off-season tournaments that we have, playing in, you know, pretty much the best tournaments in the area. But my philosophy is just play the best. I mean, you want to be the best, you got to go out and play them. you got to be battle-tested. you got to face adversity. You know, you got to have to have someone that you could measure yourself against. You know, so you can't just go play all the teams you know you could beat. you got to go play the teams that, you know, are going to give you a run for the money. So, you know, we're going to try to – playing the best tournaments in the country. We're going to try to play the best opponents in the country, and if they're all in California or surrounding states, so be it. But we're going to we're gonna go out to be the best. Well, and speaking of schedule, we're not talking about distant stuff. This stuff is coming up very, very quick. So oh, yeah. right now with where you're at and where the program uh, program is at, what is your key focus for these, these next few weeks? What kind of preparation are you doing to get this season uh, going? Oh, number one, we're trying to be in shape. You know, we want to be the best conditioned team out there because we're going to play D all night long and we're going to run the ball and, you know, rotate the ball side to side and make the other team work. So we're going to have to be in shape to do that. Uh, so that would be the number one thing. And uh, we're, we're working on our sets a little bit here and there, making sure guys are on the same page. But I'd say conditioning. That's the number one. And last thing for you, Coach. Eventually, maybe at the end of this year or at the end of your time, however that may be as, as head coach of the Capital Christian Cougars, when you hear some or when someone says Capital Christian, what is it you want them to think about when they think about Capital Christian basketball? I want them to think about greatness. You know, greatness in every aspect, you know, on the field, in the classroom, in the book, you know, the good book, spiritually. You know, you want you want the kids to, to represent you know, greatness, just like, you know, you want you want to be, uh, you want to represent Christ in the best way possible, you know. So we want the community to look up to these kids and say, man, those are great kids. I want my son to go there. I want my daughter to go there, you know, because we're going to produce good people, you know, good people that others can follow. Coach Taylor, football season is uh, really starting to really pick up as we have league play coming this Friday with Marysville. But before that, uh, you went through a, a long bye week, maybe a needed bye week with the amount of recovery and the, the chaos of the schedule already here in the early going. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how the bye week went, what you focused on, and how you feel now coming out of it? Yeah, it was great. It was great having a week off. Like we were talking last week, um, after a physical grant game, it was nice to have some uh, days off just to get uh, get back at it met- mentally, mental and uh, physically. You know, our guys were kind of banged up after that. Um, did some treatment last week, got a little practice in. I think from a coaching standpoint, we got an opportunity to um, look ahead a little bit and uh, look at some film with some uh, some uh, pre-scouted, some teams that are going to be coming up down the, down the road. Um, Marysville is going to be a big game for us at the start of league. And, uh, you know, after having a week off and, you know, not, you know, we made a lot of mistakes against Grant. We really want to come out and have a great performance. You know, we play uh, up there, you know, that will set the tone for the GEL schedule. 
you know, and then with us traveling the next week up to Idaho, I think this is a huge game for us to really gain some momentum, play a good team at their place uh, that's physical, and they run a, um, a different offense with a, kind of a double wing uh, option look that we don't see all the time, so we're going to have our hands cut out for us defensively. And obviously after not scoring any points, I don't know the last time I've uh, had a game where I didn't score, so uh, I'm excited to get back out there and put some points on the board. So I think that's going to be very key for us. And uh, like I said, hopefully some of our guys got healthy this week. It will be a little better uh, – than we were a couple weeks back, and uh, we're still that's still going to be uh, part of the process. But um, we're you know we're excited. We're excited to get back on the field, get back to work this week. Uh, we got to get better in practice, and we got to compete more in practice. And uh, you know, hopping on a bus and um, you know driving in hours will be a, you know, another test for us. And uh, playing in a you know a, a field that's uh, really tight has no track. I mean, uh, the fans are right on top of you, so it'll be interesting going up there. And I know they've had some uh, spirited uh, wars through the years, so um, we're gonna have to go up there and handle our business and play tough. And uh, I think it's just a big week for us to get better in all aspects of our program and um, have a good week and compete and uh, hopefully uh, you know get back on track Friday. Would you say that uh, your team is refreshed and rejuvenated by this week? And is it possible for them to be almost too refreshed or too relaxed after having a week without a game at the end of it? I don't know about too relaxed. Our, our guys are, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure they took advantage of the time off. You know, we didn't, like I said, we didn't do a ton last week. We, uh, you know, really gave them some time to get mentally and physically prepared. So I, I hope that they're ready to go this week. Got a little sense of urgency, a little chip on their shoulder. And that's kind of what we've been preaching um, like I said, we got to have a great practice today and throughout the week of preparation, you know, the game will be won during the week. And I think we're just really looking forward to getting back going. Um, you know, we don't have any breaks from here on out, so it's going to be a hopefully, a, you know, a long run right here. So, um, but I think, you know, always that first league game is a huge one of uh, getting off to a good start and uh, kind of setting the tone for the league of, you know, wanting to win the league and getting after it and being the best in the league. We got to set the tone right off the bat. So what kind of preparation and what kind of work are you looking to do uh, today and through these next few days in preparation for this game? Well, you know, Monday, Tuesdays, we really focus in on uh, fundamental school uh, skills and technique. I mean, I think that's where a lot of people lose it. They get too much caught up in scheme and start running plays. And we're, we're really based on fundamentals. We got a lot of improving to do on a lot of different levels. So we'll really focus in on that, kind of get the game plan in a little bit more on Wednesday-ish and uh, Thursday kind of work out the kinks. And, uh, you know, Friday, hopefully uh, you got it done. But, you know, I think it's like I said, just us getting better and with the injuries we've had we've had guys in different situations different positions so it's funny how you spend about six weeks with somebody at one spot and working something and then in a, a week's time they're at a different position and you're teaching them the whole new position so we're kind of in that situation and a few of stuff where we're at and you know with the numbers we have you always have to have plan plan b and plan c in if somebody got hurt or something happens who are you going to put in there so i think we really do a good job on that earlier in the week of just trying to get guys prepared for the game plan going in but if we face some adversity and things go sideways we we know the answer to the problem you know and who's going in so it's not a surprise for our guys you know so i think the guys are fired up they're excited this morning getting ready to go and just looking forward like i said get back on the field and competing and that's what i love about these guys they love to compete you know they love to compete and uh you know we just uh like i said got to have a good week of preparation and uh you know let it go on friday how about you specifically, Coach Taylor? What is it that you do to mentally and physically prepare for a game? And then this being a league game, how does that change? Um, you know, not a lot of changing. I just think, you know, I think anytime you go from preseason to league, you know, it gets turned up a notch, you know. So I think, the, you know, these games are uh, you know, very, very important. You know, you have to win your league games to get into playoffs, and you have to get in the playoffs to have a chance to win championships, you know. So I think the – the, um, the intensity of the games, the rivalries of the games, uh, you're very familiar with them because they're in your league and you play them in all sports. And, uh, you know, I think that's it a little bit. But I think, you know, you can't get caught up in all that stuff. I just think for us, you know, especially where we're at, it's about us getting better every week. 
and trying to find the best version of this team is our ultimate goal. And we got a ways to go, but we're real excited of where we're at and where we're going. But we got a lot of work to do, got to go a lot of spot. And when you play good teams like Marysville, you get an opportunity to, you know, show that you're getting better or get exposed, you know. And so hopefully through the week we learned some stuff last week, getting getting, getting a little healthier and working on some things. And hopefully after a good week of uh, preparation this week, we can really uh, put on a show on Friday. You know, they say that nerves are a, a good thing in sports because it means that you you care and you're very into a game and you're looking forward to it. So how, how do you handle and deal with nerves? Give us a, a look at maybe Thursday night or Friday morning when you're waking up knowing you have a game that uh, that evening how does Coach Taylor deal with that? Uh, you know, I, I think as a coach, I, you know, I'm not really a nervous guy as much anymore. I think, you know, you want to put your guys in uh, spots like playing Grant in front of a big crowd and traveling and doing things we do so that when you get to big games, um, your kids are used to doing them, you know. Um, I think for me, it's just, uh, I think as a coach, you're always worried about the little stuff. We'll be on a bus. We'll be worried about the bus being there on time and somebody will forget their socks and need a jersey and somebody will be late and this and that and getting food on the bus, the water and you know, questions from your coaches. You send out a few emails during the week, and they'll get a call. What times the bus leave? You know, those types of things. So I think, I think it just kind of keeps you preoccupied. I think as a head coach, it's amazing the, the calls and emails and things you get on game day to kind of keep you distracted on some stuff, keep your mind off really what the game's about. But you know, it's high school football. You know, it is. It's a, uh, you know, we got a group of guys that are going to work hard all week preparing, playing another team, and uh, you know, it's basically the guys. You know, the team that takes care of the football. The team that makes least mistakes going to win, you know. So I think, you know, if you really look, sit back and look at it, you know, our whole job, like we said earlier, is using our vehicle to teach life lessons to these boys. So I think the more they can experience through our journey, the best. And like I said, the ultimate goal for us is finding the best version of this team, you know. And that's the great thing about sports and developing a team is seeing the improvement throughout the year, not only on the field, but, you know, like we said, spiritually and academically and in the community and just seeing the growth of these boys. And they need positive male role models in their life, and they don't have a lot of them. And a lot of the kids in our – in our in our community where we're at you know we're we're the we're that positive male role model so i, I take it very serious i know coach does also and uh, you know we just got to do a good job of keep mentoring these boys and believing them and loving them and using our sport to be that vehicle uh final thing for you coach you mentioned and you brought up perfectly the oh, the steady improvement over the course of an entire season and really a season is a a roller coaster ride of peaks and valleys peaks and valleys through this bye week what would you say is one key area or anything specific pop to mind when I say this is improved and is maybe drastically different from the start of uh, last week? Um, you know, we watched a lot of film. You know, we watched a lot of film. I think we got a, a little more, uh, um, you know, understanding of what's going on. We were able to go out in the field a little bit and work on some things and put some things in and look at them. But I, I think a lot of it was just uh, maybe having that extra time that you don't have during the week to really talk about things. And, hey, what are you thinking on this play? Why are we doing this? Understanding why we're calling certain plays, understanding why we're doing certain things. So I think just having that little bit of extra time and uh, also prepping for this game, you know, having an extra week to watch more film and really break it down and walk the kids through it and see it. I think we have a pretty good picture of what we're going to expect this Friday night. Capital Christian football back at it this Friday. Capital Christian basketball coming very, very soon. Coaches, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Look forward to talking both to both of you more here in the future. Thanks, Matt.